Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to episode 184 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. I remember my name. Yeah. Welcome, minions. Um, so, Tim, uh, for our first half tasty treat, this is coming to us from Real Ale Brewing. None of that fake shit. None of that fake shit out of Blanco, Texas. It is the Three Lions Imperial IPA. Okay, Imperial IPA, nice. Three Lions is another one of our celebrated brews, cuts... Uh, Brewer's Cuts that has made the transition to year-round status. Our Imperial IPA dons a helm of copper color with a subtle toffee notes. But this ale is all about the hops. Its pronounced hop characters are provided by two large dry hop additions of Simico and Armelio. No malts. No malts. Uh, hop flavors, aromas, coupled with clean dry finish makes us a you deceptive... clean dry fish? Yep. Flavor. Okay, I thought you said fish, and I don't want fish. Uh, oh, I said finish. Okay, good. Finish. No fish in my beer, please. No finish. No fish in your fish. No finish fish in my beer, please. Yeah, well, Swedish fish would be okay. No fish better finish in my beer. What about your Swedish fish? Swedish fish are good. They're delicious. Not in my beer. They're like candies. I saw some bastard want to make peep spear, and I wanted to... I saw that. That I was wanted, disgusting. I wanted to reach the internet and strangle him. Anyway. So it's a deceptively drinkable ale, now available in a bomber. There's enough to share with your pride. So that's what we have. It's... 8.0% ABV, 75 IBUs, and uh, did I mention it is paired very well with Indian curries and blue cheese. Okay. And it's only available in the great state of Texas. So do we have some curry? No, no, but you missed the part where I said it's only available in Texas. Tim, where are we? We're not in Texas. We're not in Texas anymore, Tim. We also don't have any curry. Somewhere Q is, is screaming in agony. Q, like if we, he had curry with us, he would drop curry inside like the we beer. We have a beer that pairs with curry, and we don't have curry. That's like, pretty fucking funny, actually. Like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we're, we're letting him down so hard right now. This is awesome. All right, cheers, cheers to letting him down. Here's to your Q. Mm. You know what would ruin this? Curry. <laughs> I was going to say some peeps, but okay. <laughs> That's not as hoppy as I was expecting after that description. No, definitely not. Um, It's like almost a... At the end there, it was like a little fruit explosion. Not yeah. not just uh, like a normal citrus, but like a... Huh, it's interesting. I can't quite yeah. describe it. It's yummy. It's very good. But it is available only in Texas. So yeah, so we... we're not Texas. Screw you. Yep, exactly. And don't ask for uh, us for any. So. Nope. Um, we're drink it all. Yep, exactly. Uh, Tim, what have you been up to? Um, so I went to my son's audition since my uh, new schedule allows me to do that. So that was cool. I got to see my son audition for a play. And he got up there, and um, he uh, performed really a problem. <laughs> um, if it's the next thing, fast forward about fifty four seconds. Okay. Um. So yeah, he he. Uh, I was very proud of him getting in front of a whole bunch of people, and this is coming from the kid that when I first met you would only say like two words to me and then run away shy as shit. Right. He something about him on the stage, like he unlocks and unfolds, and um, he picked a very challenging song. Um, Probably not in his range, and that probably is what hurt him, and it's probably part of the reason why he didn't get picked for a role this Was time. he going for, like, do they audition for a specific role, or... No, they let you pick whatever song you want, but you want to pick something that shows off your range and your capabilities so that they want to pick you for the role. 
Um, so he but, get... but you, do you audition for a specific role, no, I guess? No, you do not. Okay, so they you audition for in general, and they assign the roles? Well, then there's callbacks. Um, after they see everybody, they you know cut about half right there. Okay. They have callbacks, and then they have sort of some people in mind for certain roles, and then that's when they start narrowing it down. But he didn't make it to that stage this Damn, time. Damn, okay. So we're actually thinking of maybe getting a voice coach for him because, you know, he is passionate about this, and he's... Um, it's really good for his self-confidence, and it's something he loves. And he, he could at least use a little boost in the, the vocal department, because that's something like you have to a, train like for. A, like a musical voice coach? Uh-huh. You should probably talk to my wife before you guys do that. She might have suggestions. We have a pretty good suggestion or already, okay. um, someone he's familiar with. So Okay, cool. But thanks. Um, so that was cool that I was able to see that um, normally in my Ooh, own. Ooh, I know who could teach him. What? Dale. No. Dale's learning himself. Exactly. No, I want a professional, not someone who's just learned. No offense to Dale. Like, God damn it, Jim. No. Besides, Dale's busy. All right. The other thing I did for fun was last night. Um, we got to see Hamilton. And in, even if you are not into Broadway shows, you've probably heard of Hamilton. It's huge right now. Yeah, he was like a president or something. He was not a president. He was a founding father. That's right. He was a founding um, father. He got fucked for being president. He, they're like, nope, you're good enough to found this country, but not good enough to run he it. He kind of did. Like, the last life of his, hi- his life kind of sucked, but... Um, what was cool about this play... Is he was... the one who died sticking a piece of wood up his dick? No. Okay. One not of our about... founding fathers did die because not, of that. Not Hamilton. Okay. Not not even remotely. Okay. Okay. Um, he He's most famous for actually dying in a, in a, a duel with Aaron Burr. And Aaron Burr's... Fucking a... Aaron Burr. I mean, Aaron Burr did get kind of painted as a bad guy in history because of that. So, um, he was also... You might have heard of the Federalist Papers, maybe? Nope. Okay. He wrote a lot of those. Um, so, what's cool about this play is the the choreography. The choreography, of course, is cool, like a lot of Broadway pros. But the um, the songs are all like almost raps, like like Eminem mm. influenced raps. Like Weird. The, the cadence is very much like Eminem. So I looked through a lot of cast recordings online, and none of them quite matched the energy of the performance I heard last night. Okay. But I still want to play this, like, uh, 30 seconds to a minute of, um, this is uh, George Washington being introduced. Rise up, understand, it's the only way to rise up, rise up. Here he comes. Here comes the general. Ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the general. The moment you've been waiting for. Here comes the general. The pride of Mount Vernon. Here comes the general. Is the general slave singing It's like uh, soldiers for the Continental Army. Okay. Hamilton was very much for great slaves. Was he really? Oh, yeah. Cannot be real a second for just a millisecond. Let down my guard and tell the people how I feel a second. Now I'm the model of a modern major general. The I'm pretty sure they didn't talk this way back then. No. I'm pretty sure. Half the cast was, was uh, African American. Nice. It's, it's, it's very cool. It's cool. Nice. Nice. All right, that's probably enough. Um, that's enough to definitely to get us a copyright strike if we put it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, it goes up on YouTube. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, like I said, the energy wasn't quite in that clip like I was at the live performance, unfortunately. Okay. Um, and there was maybe that's not the, the best example of what I mean of like the cadence sounding like Eminem when Hamilton himself is like talking about himself and stuff. He definitely flows into that dun dun dun. Like, Weird. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. Very high energy. Like 
I would recommend this to you, and I wouldn't recommend many of the plays that I've seen to you. Just I've seen because, a lot of weird ass plays. Yeah, but I think you would actually enjoy this. I mm-hmm. think it's like universal enough that like you. Yeah. Like, All right, this is cool. When you leave the theater, like wanting to look into the historical events around surrounding it, yeah, like, you know oh, it's good. Yeah, you like you want to know more about his widow and what she did after he died. You want to know more about the Federalist Papers. So and what the, did she do? She did a bunch of stuff. She lived fifty years after him. Made holy an orf- shit. Yeah, she tried to get the uh, slaves freed. She started an orphanage, a bunch of stuff. Wow. Um, but yeah, it, it when when uh, something like that makes you more interested in the events around it, that's in my mind a win and like just imagining like young people seeing this and like wanting to learn more about our founding fathers and the whole process of because it shows like the whole messy thing from the revolution to how messy our congress was initially and like the political infighting yeah but like seeing it at the beginning and like yeah how, like we're just a bunch of people hanging out in bars like arguing and shit dude i was reading that's about literally our... how our country was founded yeah it was, it was like, a bunch I of was... guys arguing in bars literally i literally read a thing last night that said that our founding fathers were drunk more than closely to 24 7 because the the alcohol consumption back then was seven gallons a person well, whereas was, today's standard is two gallons per person per year yeah i believe it except for the fact that they didn't consider beer or wine an alcoholic beverage back then well it's safer to drink than the water exactly they thought that water was peasants yeah so, I mean, I kind of, I think that we need to get back up to seven. <laughs> we might be able to have another revolution. Uh, yeah, the kind of revolution we're heading toward is not a pretty one, though. So, moving on. We what do might you... need seven gallons of beer, Tim. I think I need more than that. All right. We can get on this. All right. <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Well, if you can't tell, I've been fucking sick. So, like, it just, like, randomly fucking I'm putting up, me. like, a yeah. barrier right now between us, by the way. Like, there's an yeah. invisible shield that germs cannot penetrate. Yeah. I feel a hell of a lot better today. I really did. I thought about messaging you, like, last night and just being like, dude, we can't podcast this week. Because, like, yesterday, well, two days ago, and then yesterday, I just felt like shit. Mm-hmm. And I woke up this morning, like, I feel better. I'm still a little bit congested. Um, but I'm going on vacation, and what the fuck? You get fucking sick before you go on vacation? That's some bullshit. Well, it's better than... I mean, if you can get it through your system, it's better than getting sick while you're on vacation. I guess that's true. So, other than being sick, we've been prepping for our vacation. I'm not going to really spoil that, because we both are doing something special for spring break, and we're going to talk about that next week. Sounds good. Um, But we spent all Sunday packing, so... Dang. Yeah. All right. So that's all I've really been up to this week, other than working a whole shit ton to get ready for uh, vacation. But that brings us to uh, the news. Do you want to talk some news? Yeah, let's talk some news. Oh, wait. You know what would be good? Talking about some news? Yeah, and turning with volume so that it actually works. Okay, let's talk about some news. Hey, Tim. Yeah, what's up? So I watched something last night. I watched part of something until my wife fell asleep, too. Yeah? Yeah. What was it? You did it, too? I watched the first half hour. Okay. So I watched part of Roseanne. I watched about the first 45 minutes. Okay. You watched more than me. So did you watch the show back in the day? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I loved it back in the day. Okay. So that's the reason why I watched it. So I have a trailer for us. Okay. And then we can talk about it. All right. History of television. No family was quite like... <laughs> 
Are you ever sorry we got married? Every second of my life. Nothing has changed. Damn. Tuesday, March 27th. I thought you were dead. Why does everybody else think I'm dead? The family that looks like us. What are you doing with my pictures? I'm getting rid of the ones where you guys were fat. Those are the only ones where we look happy. <laughs> can I have some money? I don't know. Mom, can I have some money? I don't know. Can I have some money? And laughs. <laughs> like no one else. And go! They're back. I'm not afraid of you. Give it time. Roseanne, same cast, new episodes, Tuesday, March 27th on ABC. Uh, classics really do hold them. So, uh, what did you think? I liked the first part. Yeah? It, it's weird seeing some of the people being look, looking a lot older, but... It is. It's kind of strange. Um, I like that they're like... They like hit on topics that were like relevant back then, and now they're hitting like on topics that are relevant now, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, I will definitely say that I could tell Roseanne's not used to being in front of a camera anymore. Where the rest of the cast is like been on TV shows mm-hmm. or in movies and stuff. Roseanne really fell from limelight. I mean, he, she did Roseanne. And then I think I read somewhere that she moved to Hawaii and like started her own like cultural farm where she like literally lived off of her own land and was like a hippie almost. Weird. For like 15 years. And I then didn't know that. DJ, the son off of Roseanne, moved out there and lived with her for like five or six years or something. Okay. And they just lived off the land and did that. There was even a TV show about it. And uh, I don't know if I'd ever come back if I did that. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like she wasn't comfortable being on camera anymore. It, it seemed like she hadn't hit her stride like she was before. So yeah. everybody else was like used to it and ready to go. And it seemed kind of like maybe she just like was like she just was trying to get reused to it, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I, I kind of know what you mean. Like so... She- I don't know. She we'll wasn't. See. She wasn't as sharp. No, and I think an hour episode for a thirty-minute show was way too long. Are they going to do that every time? I hope not. I yeah. hope it's going to be a normal thirty because I'll sit down and watch it for thirty. I just couldn't stand. Well, neither it. one of us did make it all the yeah, way through, so that's, I know. that's a good point. Yeah. So, anyways, um, other than that, uh, we have uh, you played some of uh, this game. We're gonna I did. Jump down so to jumping bottom. ahead to a game I played, um, you can uh, beat Far Cry Five in about ten minutes. Okay. And I did. So, the news here for this is, I've been hearing a lot of people saying that's about as far as you need to go. Well, if you play the game differently, you'll see that you kind of made the wrong decision. And, like, everything that happens from that point is sort of your fault. So, yeah. Um, some people like the game. It's it's definitely more Far Cry. The more insane, like, you know... It's... Flying around and stuff and shooting things and it's, and like it's the same space crazy. alien guns in the middle of redneck country and I've heard a lot of people complaining that they're not. It was supposed to be like this like huge, uh, cult that you're supposed to. Be they could have around. gone a lot harder with the gods and guns thing. And they really kind of pulled their punch on it. Is what I they, heard. I've heard a lot of people saying that they pulled their punches on a lot of aspects. Like of there's it. a lot of like modern stuff going on that they really could have tied to the you know, uh, ripped from today's headlines kind of stuff, and they just kind of pussyfooted back a little bit so i've heard a lot of people saying that they actually regret buying this one well i didn't buy it so <laughs> i rented it for three dollars um i mean and i beat it i kind of feel like this is far you go Cry's... to our youtube channel you yeah. can uh, you can you can watch me beat the game youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer i feel like this is like 
the one where Far Cry could have really made itself into a game because people on Far Cry 4 were like, meh, it's good, but it's the same. They this could, is the one where they could have really shined and they chose not to. Or even if they didn't shine, they could have made it a lot more controversial and got a lot more people talking about it, which probably would have driven sales. And that's what they advertised it as, was they a controversial really, game. They really did. Like when we were at uh, PAX, like the booth for it was like an old-timey church. Yeah. And like the uh, cult leader's kind of generic. Like yep. they're a little... And there's a fucking cheeseburger bear that is your companion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Video games. Well, right. speaking of ridiculous video games, this uh, this probably next bit's probably got you excited. So, Duke Nukem is back, baby. The cheesiest video game of them all. So, not as only is Duke Nukem back, mm-hmm. it's back in movie format. Uh-huh. And the script's not wrote. You don't need a script. And nothing's signed. But they've got their lead actor. Uh-huh. Who is it? John Cena from the <laughs> WWE. The most white-collar motherfucker out there that's, like, most politically correct. Uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. I can't see him getting out there and womanizing people. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll see. So. I think that, it's, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. That's that's all I really have, though. So, is that it for our news? That's it for the news this week. Let's talk some tech. <laughs> So I think a while back we featured my insignia in uh, mine too. Oh, you got it as well. I got it as well because of you. Well, we might want to start using it. I mean, I haven't used it yet, so I'm good. Okay. Well, Switch owners are saying that third-party docks are breaking their consoles. Yep. This has been an issue for a while with I've also with the Nyko version. Okay, so just leading to this, okay. 90% of the people that I've heard that are using other docks have also tried to modify their switches. I'm just saying that that could be potentially it. So I read for about a half an hour through Reddit, all sorts of different forums. Nyko, Nyko, Nyko keeps coming up. I haven't seen anyone say, mine insignia dock bricked. I'm just, That's right, bitches! Well, I'm just saying that. However, as a public service announcement... Um, you might want to stop using a third-party dock because the latest uh, firmware update, 5.00, I think it is, um, did something with the USB-C. First of all, Nintendo Switch is using a really weird USB-C protocol. Like, it's not standard. Really? It's not industry standard. That's weird. Um, so, Nyko tried to reverse engineer it, and they got it wrong. So, it's worked some of the times, but even before this update, Nikos have bricked uh, switches. That's, Jesus. That's a known thing. Um, but after this 5.0 firmware update, a lot more have been going on. So Reddit, um, Twitter, um, big enough that Kotaku covered it. Um, so, so is Nyko offering refunds or uh, fixes? So Nintendo, if you tell Nintendo that you're using a third party switch, they might not even fix your switch. No. But even if they do fix your switch, you could lose your 80 hours all to save because they don't do save backups. They don't save the cloud. They have to figure that shit out. Like, if they launch their twenty dollars year online service without backups, without a cloud save feature, fuck them seriously. Yeah, no, I'll pay twenty dollars a year you can't, just for the you cloud. You cannot save. download saves to a SD card. It, it's ridiculous and it's absolutely fucking like this issue aside. It is fucking ridiculous that you cannot back up your saves on the Switch. Yep, especially when you got games like um, Skyrim, Zelda. Skyrim, Zelda, um, that fuck. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, Xenosaga. Oh, Xenoblade. Like any kind of long RPG. The fact yeah. that you can't back up your 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 save is just stupid. Um, so Nintendo did issue a statement uh, to Kotaku 
Recommending that Switch owners only buy officially licensed Switch products. Ah, Jesus. Unlicensed products and accessories do not undergo Nintendo's testing evaluation process. They might not work at all with their game systems, and they could have compatibility problems with certain games, Nintendo Switch system itself, and other licensed accessories and peripherals. I would have no problem with that, except that their fucking dock is $90 for a damn piece of plastic that just is basically an HDMI and USB-C splitter. Yep. And that's bullshit. It is. Like, it should not be more than $40. It just shouldn't. If it was $40, I'd pay for it. Um, I don't even like the form factor, but I would get over that. I, lo- I like the form factor of my insignia more Oh, than- me too. So, I'm pissed about this. Like, I haven't put it in my insignia doc since I read this article. We'll wait a little bit, even though I haven't heard any confirmed insignia doc issues. Only the Nyko and this other weird brand I didn't even heard of. Um, but yeah, public service announcement. You might want to not dock your Switch in a third-party dock if you, you know, don't want to brick it. Don't want to brick it. That's our tech talk for the Sweet. Week. All right, well, we're going to take one uh, break really quick, and we'll mm-hmm. be right back with uh, some Kickstarter, another tasty treat, and the games we've been playing, and game releases. Sweet. And we are back. Second half, Tasty Treats in hand. And this one is coming from Spotzel's Brewery out of Shiner, Texas. Um, so if you're, not, if you're not gathering that, Tim, that's two Texas beers. That's pretty crazy. Born in Bavaria, Cosmo Spotzel's passion for beer carried him as far as Egypt before arriving in Shiner, Texas. And that is... All you need to know about the uh, founder of Spotzel's Beer. Okay. And uh, this is the 777. It's like the opposite of 666. Yep. Um, and I. There's not a whole lot of it. It is an Indian Pale Ale Lager. No, it's not so. a Pale Ale, it's a Lager. Oh, well. IPL. Uh, Indian oh. Pale Lager. Those should be lighter. Although it looks as darkly colored as a. Well, what USA Today did say if you're looking for a hoppy lager, here's your lager. So, okay. Cheers. Cheers. It's really light bodied. Very light bodied. But it is hoppy. That's this of, is like a very good like summer beer. Yeah. We should be outside recording now. Alright, we'll be right back, guys. And we're back. We're back outside, outside in my the, office. He made a sneeze. We came back. All right. Um, you ready to kick it? Um, You're not I mean, ready to kick it. I mean, I could be. You ready to kick it? Yes, let's kick it. All right, guys. I'm going to take us to... Hold the- on. If you take the first initial of your first Kickstarter uh-huh. and the last three initials of your second Kickstarter, Lego. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, if you say that my second Kickstarter, it sounds like something completely different. It sounds like an exercise women do to keep certain areas tight. Kegel. Kegel. Um, but we're not talking about that. Right now we're going to the bathroom. Why do you always find the shittiest Kickstarters? Because, Zach, have you ever taken a huge dump and then when you left the bathroom, people were staring at you because it smelled so bad? I mean, all the time, every day. Okay, well... Lulu's got I you. might need to have that looked at. Lulu might have 
Lulu might have a solution for oh, you. God damn it. <laughs> Your notifications are still on. Shit. Okay, so we're going to start the, the video that describes this product. And all you need to know for the first part, since it's a, kind of a visual, is they're standing around a toilet and there's a flower wilting on top of it. It's the tale of the O-Smellies. That's the sound of the flower wilting on the what toilet. What more could we have done? We did all we could. We even tried exorcism. Spruce condemned. We've tried every freshener, spray, and odor eliminator that there is. It always ends up smelling like a mixture of vanilla and shipped. It's here, it's here. This will change everything. It's the Lulu with the future for Lou's. The future for Lou's? For your number twos? Seems too good to be true. Well, we've got nothing to lose. Show us what it does. Uh, it does. It's simple. It prevents your doos from smelling. And it's automatic. Lulu is the only automatic toilet spray. You simply place the Lulu on the side of the toilet and it sprays a blend of essential oils yeah, onto the water the bowl, which seals the odors from escaping and eliminates smelly better. molecules. How, Lulu how do you think ensures it's that everyone sprays before they go. It detects the moment you sit down from the heat of your bottom. Just like how I detected your dad has a hot bottom. <laughs> Lulu does all the work for you. We were trying to fix the smell ourselves and... Aren't doing so well. Remember the matches incident. What? what? Where? You! Your hair! Ah! Ah! Conventional toilet sprays are covered in germs, while Lulu is hands-free. And with Except other sprays, you by the time you, you actually remember to use them, you're already in the middle Poor of your Lulu. business. It's never good to notice business as it's happening. Oh. Ah! Son, shut the door! Lulu's easy trip fill canister will last the average family over a month. It's not just my family. Everyone needs Lulu. Nine out of ten people have smelly bowel movements, and the tenth person is a liar. Don't want to blind yourself at night? Lulu automatically lights up with your choice of nine colors, making it very useful <laughs> for any of your nighttime bathroom journeys or your nighttime bathroom raves. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu is water resistant and can be cleaned with just one wipe. Or if you're a leprechaun, about a hundred wipes with those tiny little hands. You just had to have a leprechaun in the ad, didn't you? Hmm. What? With Lulu, there's no need the for fuck? anyone to be embarrassed by the smell of their Lou. These crazy stinkers don't stink anymore. <laughs> They're all sniffing. All right, so last week, guys, I promised, I promised that I would uh, pick some Kickstarters that I wouldn't be, like, tempted to back. So here we are. I'm pretty positive you're going to back this one. You backed... I did back something that... The Illuma, fucking... the Illuma Bowl, which had a similar feature, which was to light up your toilet so you could go to the bathroom in the middle of the night without turning on the light. It has that built in, so that's kind of cool. Um, Yeah, so they... <laughs> They're asking for $10,000. They've got 44 days to go with 145 backers and currently at $11,000. Uh, $36 gets you one Lulu and two refills. And uh, there's only 55 left for those. Batteries included. Yep. Um, scrolling up to the insane. There's 24 out of 25 of these left. You can get the mega pack of 20 Lulus and re plus refills for $700. So it's almost half price. So... If you, I don't know, like to shit a lot, I guess. If you have a lot to shit, mate. 
I mean, this doesn't seem like a terrible product, honestly. No, it really doesn't. There's a lot of dumber ones out there. Um, but I thought it was funny. It's pretty funny, and the the actual video is amazing. <laughs> it is. It's very fucking good. <laughs> Unless you're Irish, then you're probably really offended. But that's okay. Probably. So uh, that's my first kick. It. What about you? Well, Tim, you suck. Is what that's yeah. You pretty much. This is the one I would have picked, but you st- you picked it first. Yeah, it's that good life. Tell me about the good life. The Good Life is a new video game co-developed by, um... Swery. Is, is, is his name Swery? Swery. Mm-hmm. Swery and Yuko Futatsugi, uh, along with their teams at White Owls and G-Rounding. So I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. Well, actually, what do you what do you want to say about Swery? So, like... You were, I, like, praising this guy. I, like a covered this, I covered this guy. He tried to launch it on Fig, I think, originally. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It didn't work out. Um... So he announced this originally back at PAX last year, um, back when it didn't work out. So now he's going to Kickstarter to try again to get some funding for this. I so you get to be a cat and like a detective. There's like a murder mystery and you're a fucking cat. You, people turn into cats at night. So okay, that's the basic. But let's let's go ahead and watch the video. Hopefully it's in English. It's not. So we'll get to just transcribe it. Oh, okay, we get to describe it to you. Yeah. That's, okay, pull it up. Brought to us by Swery. A new mystery from the creator of Deadly Premonition. It's like a cool uh, pastoral scene. The happiest town in the world. Or is it? This is inhuman. Just what did I uncover here? The body of a young lady is discovered. What the hell? Fuck! <laughs> Who is the killer? In a charming English village. Surrounded by the bizarre villagers. The very political villagers. And? The shocking secret the town is hiding. Probably they turn to the cats at night. Probably, what the fuck? This part reminds me of like Professor Layton, like the art style. People become cats slash dogs at night. They added the dog. Honestly, the dog just looks like Yeah. This looks a little further along in development than the first time they showed it. I'm pretty sure this is like, he doesn't need the money, he just wants to have the money. I think he needs the money. This is a tech demo. So what are they asking for this time? Okay, so they are asking for $649,257. Okay. They currently have 3,610 backers. Uh, Okay. 37 days to go. Okay. They are at $159,586. Hmm. I don't think this is going to make it. I am going to keep track of this. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid you're right. So... For God damn it! I thought you turned your notifications off. Well, if I turn my notifications off, then it also turns off my fucking yeah. Never mind. Anyways, so for one U.S. dollar or a hundred dollar or a hundred yen, um, you can get the moral support tier. Fifteen gets you the good music tier. Um, the good life on PC tier is twenty nine U.S. dollars, or the granddaddy of them all. The Hungry Life tier 
$9,548 US dollars, shipping not included. Follow the Good Life campaign and receive updates. The game on PC or PS4 digital version, beta access on PC, named in the credits in the Hungry Fans list, digital OST, lossless format, digital storyline overview, PDF, digital concept art portfolio, PDF, four digital desktop wallpapers of various resolutions, physical reward level t-shirt, physical reward life hoodie, physical reward life mug, physical reward life pins, and physical reward life stickers for sheets of stickers, physical reward ultimate official supporter badge, Naomi alternate outfit, Naomi alternate outfit, Naomi alternate outfit, Alternate trees in the garden. Alternative house interior. Stuffed Sharapovi in game. Dinner with Swery in the game. What? I don't fucking know. Visit White Owl Studio followed by Dinner with Swery in Osaka. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Physical collector's edition of The Good Life PC or PS4. So, there's 10 of, 10 of those left. Okay, I'm going to go back down a couple levels. Hold on, hold on. I want to point something out. Shipping not included. That sucks. But, he doesn't say travel is not included. <laughs> so, are you going to travel me to Osaka, you son of a bitch? That's true. That might be a big oversight. Yep. Actually, at, was it 5,000? Yeah. That's... No, uh, 9,000. Okay. That's almost not a bad deal, because travel to Japan is pretty expensive. Yep. That's funny. Uh, the Dead Life tier is about $478 US, and there's only 8 left out of 25 for that. Holy shit. So people are backing at some higher levels. Wow. That comes with a lot of stuff you said. Not, not That so. gets you everything besides like the last few I said. Mm-hmm. You get the hoodie, the stickers, all that stuff. That's crazy. So, yeah. that's um, hmm. So how many days has this been up, you think? Probably like 4 or 5. Okay. So it's at roughly... A fifth of the way there? 20%? Yeah. I think it's got a shot. I don't know. I think it's got a shot. I, I, I am a little bit pessimistic. I'm not as pessimistic as you, though. I mean, if it gets closer, I might buy it. It looks kind of fun. Well, if, if you're serious about that, um, tell me, because I think there's one where it gets you two. Okay. Um, double life tier. Okay, cool. So How much? 77, I guess... Doesn't really save you any, but... No, but we get some extra goodies. That's I cool. I don't know. If you are serious, let yeah, me know. Yeah, for sure. All right. Tell me about your Kegel camp. Okay. So, how much would you pay for a good bottle of bottled water? Like uh, Water included or not? No, it's it's a bottle for your water. Let's put it that way. I mean, like I bottle. bought one of those expensive like $30 ones, so 30 bucks. Okay. So, maybe you would actually go for this. So, Kegel, this guy has like a Swedish accent. And every time he says Kigo, it sounds like Kegel. Which, oh, God damn it. Which, if you don't know, is a <laughs> an exercise women can do to tighten their vaginal muscles. <laughs> so that made me laugh. Kegel camp. App. The other weird thing about this um, is it's made out of titanium, but it's squeezable. So it's fake titanium. I don't know. I'm a little weirded out by this whole project in general, but I want to feature it because it's weird. Okay. So let's uh, let the guy describe it. It's $50 water bottle. Hi, I'm Lucas. 
I'm from Switzerland, but this is not about cheese. You starting over? Yeah, I think so. Lucas, I'm from Switzerland, but this is not about cheese. He's from Lucas, it's not about cheese. In sports, you want to leave as little as possible to chance. You want to optimize the way you train, the way you regenerate, the way you eat, the way you drink. And drinking has a massive effect on your performance. So why do we settle for water that tastes bad, contaminated by a plastic bottle? Now, a metal bottle or a glass bottle might give you a better taste, but it's too heavy. It's too much of a distraction when you have to unscrew it. It slows you down. You want to keep your pace, right? Keep your focus. There's this bicyclist that looks like also, a god right Also, you see, I'm there. a team player, and in every good team, you share your bottle. But then, it's no. very important you can have contactless drinking for hygienic reasons. So you want to squeeze the bottle to push the water out. Everybody has this amazing equipment. Everything's high-tech, but then we drink from the cheap plastic bottles. Our water deserves better. We deserve better. Many told me it's not possible, but I kept going, looking for the right technology, looking for the right people, and here we are. The world's first squeezable metal bottle, Kigo. Born in Switzerland, designed in Vienna, <laughs> like produced Kigo? in Denmark. Yes. And that's where the magic happens. A groundbreaking layering process makes it possible to create a titanium that's super light, extremely durable, and most of all, flexible. By the way, the company mastering this process is also renowned for producing accelerator parts for CERN. Now all we need to keep going so is your support yeah. to buy the tools and the materials for our first production run. Help us bring Kigo to life. Help us build the first squeezable metal bottle. Help me bring the vagina muscle to life. I'm a backer. Are you? No, I'm not a backer. Oh, I was going to say, Jesus Christ. All right, so they are looking for $31,000. They currently have $132,000 with 1,596 backers and 26 days to go. Um, I'm a little confused. I'm not seeing the rewards. Huh? There right, we go. Here we go. I found it. All right, so like I said, um, the single Kickstarter edition Kigo bottle with 30% off is about $56 US. Fuck that. And there's only 46 left of those. Of Shipping not included, I'll bet. So regular price is $68. Uh, says ships anywhere to the world. So I think shipping is included, but I'm not 100% sure. So let's say you have a football team and you want a whole bunch of these things. The top tier, $381. Wait, 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 wait. Football or soccer? Oh, wait. They don't have a one for a whole bunch. That's pretty weird. Well, that's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, that's not true. There is one for thirty, for eleven hundred and eighty dollars. The um, the weird, the weird levels that are already gone that they had is um, like three hundred and eighty-one dollars for the seventh Kiko bottle ever produced, the sixth Kiko bottle ever produced. What the fuck? They were selling like the first through. Oh Jesus Christ! Those are all gone, oddly enough. So yeah, if you want a whole bunch, you can get um. I want number one, so it'll break on me too day late. two. You can get 30 of them for $1,100. So, I mean, it looks cool. I yeah. Don't know, I don't know if it looks $60 cool. No. I, I'm not sure how you make titanium flexible. I'm kind of more curious about that process. Yeah. So, I want to maybe look at that later. But that's the Kigo. 
That's K E E G O. It's not the exercise. It just sounds an awful lot like it, especially if you have a Swedish accent. You uh, you want to hear about a speaker? Yeah, tell me about your last Kickstarter. So I got a 52 speaker, guys. The ultimate mountable speaker for the outdoors. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. Okay. 52 speaker. 52 speaker is a sleek, portable Bluetooth speaker, perfect for bike riders and outdoor enthusiasts. 52 speaker is easy to mount. It can be attached to bike handlebars and backpack straps. The large volume control knob and the track control buttons allow you to control the playback of your music, even with thick gloves on. 52 speaker will give you the, the way, optimized user wearing, experience wearing catered to outdoor gloves. environments. The firmly mounted 52 speaker stays perfectly stable on all your outdoor activities. And it's compact and light. Stay connected by pairing your smartphone for hands-free calling. Hey, what's up? Hey, you caught me out hiking. Out on Mount... Uh... And take 52 speaker with you everywhere because it's water and dust resistant. The FM radio auto scanning feature lets you tune in and listen to FM broadcasts. This is DJ Taylor, and you're tuned to the best oldie station still around. Don't touch that dial. Hey, everybody, you're listening. By connecting your smartphone to 52 speaker, you can take various applications with you on your journey. For instance, you can hear traffic alerts and where to turn with Google's voice navigation. The possibilities are endless. Its built-in rechargeable battery has up to seven hours of playtime. Enhance your outdoor experience with the 52 speaker, the ultimate mountable speaker for the outdoors. So that is the uh, 52 speaker, guys. They are looking for... 10,000 US dollars. They have 230 backers 37 days ago. They are currently at 17,591 US dollars. They are out of Newport Beach, California. And uh, it's a crisp, clear sound into the timeless design of a whiskey flask. Perfect for on the go adventure and cyclists. So, this isn't something like we would use very often, but it's a cool idea to have. I can see my brother using it. He bikes primarily for transportation. Yep. And like, if I were to hike more often and stuff like I that, I would want to. I would. I want to hear how good it sounds. Before. That's or the, how loud it gets. That's the problem with the Kickstarter product is you get to you don't get to see it before you back it. Yeah, and this is one of those I kind of want to see first. Luckily, it's not super expensive. Oh, okay. How much? So, uh, the Kickstarter single pack, which gets you a fifty-two speaker for fourteen percent off for retail. Okay, you get to choose your color. Mm-hmm. Um. It is fifty nine U S dollars. It's not too bad. Comes with a fifty two speaker, two holding mounts, so you guys get you can mount one on a bike and one on your backpack. Um, a user manual, USB charging cable, a strap, and two rings. Um, the couple pack is ninety eight dollars. It's everything times two of what I just said. Um, there's fifty nine of those left, and the big granddaddy of them all, three thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. The Mega Pack. Get 152 speaker packages for 42% off of retail. 
choose the color of your 52 speakers at the end of the campaign. Uh, 200 holding mounts. Uh, 100 user manuals. 100 charging cables. 100 straps. And 200 rings. So that, again, is the 52 speaker. If you guys are outdoorsy or whatever, you guys like to go camping, check it out. Um, maybe get your speaker on. Sweet. So uh, that brings us to the games we've been playing. Tim, what have you been playing this week? Um, I realized as I was preparing for today's show that all the games I've been playing this week are on PS4. I just thought what? that was kind of inter- I thought that was a little interesting. Um, so I've been playing some more... Um, Okay, I lied. There's one I forgot to write down. I played a little bit more of uh, Tesla versus um, Lovecraft. Lovecraft Switch. Yep. Gotcha. But just a little bit. Um, so I'm trying to beat a uh, Colossus. How many Colossus I have you of, killed so far? Uh, I, this week I beat number six. So um, Out of 12, right? I believe 16. Oh, Jesus. So I just sent you a link if you want to play the audio of me uh, killing the, the sixth one. And as you're playing the audio, I'll describe the sixth one. So you go deep under a... That's me stabbing him for the, for the final time. Um, he's a bearded guy with huge fists. He like punches the ground at you and you have to grab his beard and climb up. Huh. What's cool about him is he's underground in this... Under he's got tunnel. horse hooves. More like, yeah. Tim, you killed the horse hooves guy. Yeah. The, the cool thing about him is like the way he topples you end up right on top of him usually you get thrown free um, that's a little bit different so huh. I thought that was neat um, so yeah I'm trying to do like one a week sometimes I do two a week to catch up the next one is really hard it's um, one that's underwater what and it's fuck? electrified so like when you get zapped it throws you off so it's a really hard one um, but I beat number seven got that done kill him destroying the world uh, successfully. You are a fucking asshole. So, I also rented uh, Far Cry 5. From you are a fucking asshole, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to destroy the world, Zach. I rented Far Cry 5 from uh, Redbox, and I beat it. You can uh, watch me play. Did th- you literally just do that and then return it? Uh-huh. Jesus. You didn't start it, like, normally pl- no. played around? Nothing? I beat the game, Zach. Yeah. Why do I need to do that? I have no idea. Um. So, I beat Far Cry 5, returned to Redbox, and uh, you can watch my playthrough on... Uh, our YouTube channel, which is pluginplaygamer.com. Wait, youtube.com forward slash pluginplaygamer. That's it. I also picked up, um, it came out, I think, just last week or a week before. Uh, last Bur- week. Burnout Remastered. Um, oh, two weeks ago. It came out for $40. It dropped in price to 30 and then I have my gamers discount. So I got it for 23 brand new. Shit. Right. Um, and I've pl- been playing around with it a little bit, and it looks great. Um, it's definitely an arcade racer, which I like. I don't like true simulation racers because I suck at them. Um, and it's fun to just drive around the city. You know what game I want them to bring back? Rush. I liked Rush or Cruising USA. Okay. Well, it kind of reminds me of like Grand Theft Auto. The fact that it's just kind of fun to drive around the city and like not yeah. really, not really do the races, just just to fuck around and maybe do some jumps or something. Um, but if you do want to do a race, what I like about this game is you literally pull up to any intersection. And you just push down on the brake and the accelerator at the same time, and it starts whatever challenge is at that intersection. That's cool. And there's different challenges. There's traditional races. The other cool thing is um, the finish lines are always at the same place. Um, there's, like, different points on the compass, like uh, true north or northwest or yeah. northeast. So, like, you kind of know where you want to go. Like, 
without you there's a map and there's like guidelines but you can also just like okay i need to start heading that way so i kind of like that um i've heard a, heard a lot of people complain that like there's only like 10 endpoints to every race in the game yeah, but so there's like different said, styles of races. Like there's yeah. ones where people are trying to run you off the road. There's oh, one that's that cool. stunts. It's not huh. just the same thing over and over. There's that's variety, right. and you unlock cars. And if you have the camera, you can take a picture for your fucking driver's license. Nice. The soundtrack is really good. Um, if you into especially like late, like I don't know, like butt rock, I guess basically. Like when you when you boot up the game, Paradise City by Guns and Roses is playing. Nice. Yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Since the game is set in Paradise City, that's literally what they call it. That's cool. Um, so it looks great. It's fun. Um, it's challenging to me because I don't do a lot of racers, but uh, I want you to check it out because I know you've never played this game. Do you? Did you buy a physical? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So I definitely want you to borrow it at some point. So another game I'm playing that I I want to play with you, but my daughter convinced me to play with her, is a way out, and this is from I think. Stim. What? Are 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 we in Paradise City? Uh, we should we should visit Paradise City. You really want that trademark? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like that's how the game starts up, just like this. It's pretty fucking cool. It is pretty fucking cool. And like the, you know, you're like imagine a cityscape at sunset, like you know, panning and like different scenes going by, cars yeah. driving by. It's just cool. It's very cool. I'm pretty sure that's all we can play. So. Yeah. Um, I definitely recommend trying it out. Like it's, yeah. It's, a really, it comes with all the DLC of the original game, That's and of cool. course, it's you know up res and looks better. Yeah. Um, I it's a very good package of a game. I think every almost everybody should at least check it out. All right, so you're talking about a way out. A way out, yes. Um, this is a cooperative game. Um, set in kind of like a, a couch set- co-op, some would say. Couch co-op, but what I learned when I picked it up is another person could play the game even if they don't own it. Okay, so I, I find this interesting and cool, very cool on their aspect. I don't know if that's the way I'd want to play it with you, though. It's not ideal, but let, let's say I wanted to play it with Anthony. That's true. And Anthony lives in Canada. For yeah. You probably don't know who Anthony is. Um, all he would have to do is download a special version from the PSN store, which is like... It's called it's the demo version. And it won't play by itself. But if I invite him to join my game, it unlocks or whatever. Yep. He, has to have, he has to have PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live... If you're on those platforms, I think if if it's on, it's on Windows. I don't know if it's on Windows or if it's on Origin because it's a EA product. I don't know if it's on Steam, for example. But regardless, whatever yeah. whatever platform you're playing it on, both people don't need to own it, which I think is cool. Um, the problem is, it's not cross cross platform. Not at all. No, so. no, no. You'd have to have the system that I'm playing it on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's these two guys that kind of meet up in prison and they decide to escape. That's the short version of the plot. They're like, hey, are you tired of getting fucked in the butt? Yeah, me too. So, so let's go. Speaking of butts, um, so I'm playing this with my 13-year-old daughter. And the very like first five minutes, yeah, this guy is getting processed in a prison, which involves him getting stripped down and de-loused, which means he's sprayed with a hose, butt-ass naked. And there's a good... dicks just flopping everywhere? There's some dick flopping for a good two or three seconds. So that that was fun. That's gotta be awkward as fuck. <laughs> it, was, it was a bonding moment. Yeah. That's I mean, what a dick looks like when it gets it wasn't down like It wasn't like ridiculous, like the camera didn't zoom in on it or anything, but it was definitely there. There's his penis. It was definitely there. It did not shy away from it. It didn't like, you know, zoom up to it, but... Yep, there was some dick. That's weird. Yeah. 
Sorry, I said your daughter could play it. No, it's <laughs> we've moved. We've moved. We've moved on. Uh, my daughter does enjoy playing it. Like one of the scenes we just played was um, I'm trying to unscrew a plate behind a toilet with a, a tool I just uh, we just got in another mission, and so she's checking the hallway from her cell uh, back and forth while I'm unscrewing. And there's all these buttons, things I have to do yeah. to unscrew it. And if the guard comes, she has like a couple seconds she can distract him. But meanwhile, she's like telling me physically next to me, hey, um, the guard's here. So I have to like put the toilet back, make everything look like it's supposed to. So there's like communication is key and we're both doing different things, different tasks. And the split screen is really cool. It's not like static, like 50-50. Like sometimes one of ours will be way bigger. Or actually sometimes it'll zoom out and only one person's really playing. Um, So it it switches back and forth really cool. Um, The voice acting is really good. I remember being super excited about this when they re- announced it. Uh, we need to play this. We will. So for we have sure. to. We'll it's stream a sh- it. It's a short game. It's about six hours from what I've heard. Um, I think we've played about one hour, my daughter and I. And she's like always asking when she gets home from school, Dad, Dad, can we play? Can we play? So it's really exciting that she wants to play a game yeah, with me. Yeah, that's cool. Even though it's like so inappropriate. Seeing as like, how your daughter's not like the biggest video game. There's there. like shankings. There's like bad language. Like I already described. There's there's nudity. <laughs> it's like the worst. I'm probably a horrible parent, but um, I don't know. I'll forgive it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Um, I highly recommend if you have a buddy, um, even if they're long distance, because you can. Yeah. Just play this game, and it's it's reasonably priced too. It's not full. It's thirty bucks. It yeah, and I think it's uh, I want to see more games like this. Sweet. So uh, way out. Um, check it out. What are you been playing, Zach? Jackbox Party Pack Four, bitches. Uh, is this just like your Friday night thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, Party did, Pack Force. Did you see the link of the game that I think you should be playing? It's not coming to Android. I thought it was a PC game. Which one? The PC build simulator. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one you sent me yesterday. Um, the Alto. Yeah. Alto's adventure one. Um, that's coming. Yeah. Uh, I have not played that one yet. It's seventeen dollars. You could like build PCs it's a all the time. Bit expensive. It has real parts. I know. Like, like it's I, like legitimately sponsored parts. Like I think you would parts. actually, as stupid as it is, like have fun playing this dumb game where you I, build all these yeah. custom PCs and uh, put, put your little lights in and your coolers and max out your specs and like you have to update drivers and shit. Like it's like this whole like simulator of like. Building. I might have to buy it just to play it. I I really think you should, or I guess your birthday's coming up. So one or the other. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's what we've been playing, or what I think you should be playing. Yeah. What about uh, games that are coming out well, this hold week? Hold on. What? Jackbox Party Pack 4. Oh, okay. Dude. I haven't talked about this one yet. I thought you had. No. Okay. I just got so, it. what games did you play? So, we have Fibbage 3, I think it is, which is like a lying game. Okay. Um, It's pretty fun. And then, what else is in Jack? Oh, there's a monster dating sim. Okay. Think of AOL. Okay. So, I made every single person come up with fake names. Uh huh. And on the count of three, we all joined. There were six of us. Okay. And nobody knew who anybody was. Because you all had fake names. Yep. Okay. And we had to try and date each other. And it was like a matching So it's like game. a chat room? or Yeah. No, like it's like AOL. Like, you have different usernames. You click on a username, chat with them. You can only send four messages a night, though. And then you have to, at the end of the night, you have to pick somebody to date. <laughs> okay. That sounds yeah. fun. It, it's pretty interesting. Okay. I fucked everybody in that game. Literally, I dated every single person in that game. Uh, congratulations. Yeah! I won. 
I am the ultimate dater. And then, um... So you, you must have been playing that, uh, that other game then. The seducer game? Yeah, I'm good at that. We, we need to stream that at some point. We should. The super seducer? Super seducer. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what else that game has in it. Party Pack 4 is definitely not one to pick up, Is there? Though. Is there a You Don't Know Jack? No. Lame. Yeah. There's only... Actually, You Don't Know Jack is not in any of the You Don't Know Jack Jackbox Party Packs. It's in the first one. Nope. Yes, it is. I have the first one. It's not there. Then how am I playing it? Okay, maybe it's there. I guess maybe I've never opened it. Wait, I think I might only have two, it three, and four. It is at least one of them. I think I might only have two, three, and four. Okay, that it's in one. Okay. Um, I would not recommend picking up Party Pack 4. Okay. I mean, it's fine, but Party Pack 3 and Party so Pack 2 So, they keep are saying better. these are packs. Can you buy these games individually no. anymore? That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, I'd buy that Monster Dating one. The Monster Dating one is like four bucks fun. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I think there's like one called Gespionage or something in there. And it's okay, but it's not great. It's like, they give you a fact, and then the person... The main person of that round has to say whether it's above or below. So the question could be like, this percentage of African Americans uh, graduated college in 1972. And then you literally select the percentage from 0 to 100. And then every other person either votes less or greater. I see. And then you get points based on that. It does sound boring. Yeah, it's not that great. Um, So yeah, I played that. Can we talk some game releases? Yes, now that we've talked about Party Packs 4. We can so talk. I did add in some of last week's because we didn't actually cover last week's. Yeah, last week was a hot mess. Yeah. So Sea of Thieves, Xbox One, PC. I have not heard great things about that game, by the way. It, if it was of, free to play, I'd play it. But that's A lot it. of people were looking forward to this. Yep. It is an Xbox exclusive. Um, But yeah, it's not getting a... I have learned a special way to uh, fuck it over, though. How's that? So Game Pass, uh-huh. you get a seven-day free trial. Okay. But if you go to Game Pass and you pay for a month, they give you 30 days on top of the 7. So you get 37 days free trial. Okay. And then they charge you. Cancel before your 30th day and you don't get charged. So you get 37 free days. Okay. Um, That's about as long as you need for Sea of Thieves. So uh, unless they start adding shit in, this game's going to flounder very quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Titan Quest, PS4, Xbox One, A Way Out, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Detective Pikachu, 3DS. I heard there's a free Kindle book that catches you up on Detective Pikachu. What the fuck? Yeah, I'll try to put a a Me- link somewhere for us. Okay, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, PS4, PC, Pure Farming, 2018. Is this the farming sim that Q played or nope, not? Nope. Okay. He played Farming Simulator. Okay. This one's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, PC. I can't believe there's two fucking farming games. Atelier. <laughs> is that right? At- Atelier. I think it's Atelier. Atelier, Lighty, and Suel, The Alchemist, and The Mysterious Paintings. PS4, PC, and Switch. Speaking of games that Q has probably played. Probably. Uh, Far Cry 5, PS4, Xbox One, PC, MLB The Show 18, PS4, Agony, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Is and that the one where you go to hell? Maybe. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. 
and Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire PC. So that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Um, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram plug and play cast, youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. You guys can always check us out over at the plug and play gamer.com and the button smashers.com. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck Nazis. I thought you forgot that. Never forget.